Hi, I'm Sam Ruthier, and welcome to To Be, a podcast exploring the question of exactly what it means to be human uh, in a lot of different ways. Thank you for tuning in. Going to be interviewing a lot of different people, hopefully, over the next weeks and months. And uh, definitely keep coming back to wherever you found this, whether it was through social media or on SoundCloud or if I was just bugging you to listen to it. Uh, should be updating it pretty soon with some more interviews, but for now, I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to my interview with Lucas Gabriel. So thank you again for tuning in and enjoy. I'm joined now by my esteemed guest, Lucas Gabriel, a graduate of Wake Forest University. University, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, a lifelong friend. <laughs> um, and uh, a true a true human, as as we all are. Yeah. Lucas, it's welcome. Awesome. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Thank you for joining me. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm going to start off with a real... Uh, a real gotcha question. Okay. Why um, do we have middle names? Why do we have middle names? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Well, actually, I think I do know. I think it actually has to do with um, your godparents, I think. How so? Well, the reason I say that is because my middle name is my godfather's first name. Mine's my dad's first name, though. Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. There's, you know, <laughs> we could Google it and figure it out, but I just... Uh, oh, no, we'd rather talk about it's it. It's a big part of defining. Like, one of my parents referred to me by my first name the other day. Obviously, that's how they... Yeah. But I thought about, and I'm sure everybody thought about before, like, they got to pick what I was called for my whole life. Right. So, like, that's kind of a big decision. It's I always think pressure. about if I one day have a kid, like, you got to pick a name that not only sounds good in the moment, but sounds good... For the next however many years, hopefully yeah. like a hundred, you know. <laughs> hopefully, it's tough, and they ebb and flow. Names, yeah. Uh, you know, there were a lot of people in in our class named Joe, right? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I think, I think was... there was only one Lucas. That's true. There were three Sams. There were a lot of Sams. There were a lot of Joes. So, that. so these things happen, but names are a fascinating thing. Yeah, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. I think they honestly have to flow. Really well, well. Yeah. really well. First, middle, and last too. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be all three. Hmm, that's true. Yeah, I think mine flows. What's your middle name? Lucas Allen. Lucas Allen. It really does. Lucas Allen Gabriel. Because like, it, you good. can put all that emphasis on the A L of the Allen. Yeah. Lucas Allen Gabriel. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Samuel Richard Ruthier. And I don't know about your I'm parents, more of a mouthful. but when my parents got mad, the middle name would in, would yes. come into the oh, equation. Of <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually used to think I had two middle names. I thought that my name was Sammy Honey Richard Ruthier. Well, okay. Because people used to call me that when I was like five. Honey Richard Ruthier. Yeah. Why? I also thought my name was Sammy and not Samuel. I don't know why, but I thought that till I got to kindergarten, huh. and then they would like do roll call, and I'd be like, No, no, my name is. <laughs> yes. Just and throw a little honey in there. That was a harsh truth. That was a harsh reality to face, but but okay. That's tough. That's All right. tough. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep grilling you, man. Okay. So uh, I'm prepared. That first one was tough, I'll be honest. I know. But uh so I want you to tell me a little bit about, about going to college because you and I got to know each other in high school and then we may have seen each other once or twice for 
the four years that we both went to school. Yeah. But now this summer I've seen you more because we were on a soccer team together and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what was it like? Uh, first off, you chose to go to school kind of far away from this area, and yeah. I feel like I did too. And you kind of had to justify it to a lot of people because so many people decided to stay close. So right. Why did you go to Wake Forest in North Carolina? Um, I think it would have been, I think it was the right school to challenge me enough yet allow me to assimilate. Because I think if I go to, I'm definitely a homebody, I like being at home, but I know that there's opportunities to grow. And so I think going to school 14 hours away, uh, take a car, North Carolina, I think that allowed me to really gain some independence and grow as an individual. Uh, and I think the benefits are already showing, even though I've only been out of school for a couple months now. But uh, just that independence and that kind of taking care of myself, kind of making my own path, I think that was that was huge. Um, plus, I think it's good to get some culture outside of New England. You know, born and raised here in Dover, and never really got much further out. So I think it was good to be in a culture down there that was completely different. That's like the top of of what we call the South. Yeah, right. It's it's yeah. kind of like the northern limit. But did you still feel like you were exposed to the Southern culture, so to speak? Yeah, yeah. You know, Southern has- hospitality was yeah. it's an actual thing. <laughs> you know, but um. Yeah, definitely the the top of the south, but fried chicken was still good. That's that's really important. <laughs> so I'm glad to hear that because if yeah. you're gonna be eating in the south, there better be some. When I drove back from Colorado, that was like one of the things at the top of my list. Get good fried chicken in the south. Yeah, <laughs> went to a place called Gus's. They satisfied our needs. That's good. But uh, <laughs> that's yeah, good. that's awesome. What about? You had a. I actually saw a video of you getting interviewed about this, so I'm not the first to interview you about your the the subjects you studied, mm-hmm. chemistry, oh, yeah. right, and dance, <laughs> right, right. And so one was a major, and one was dance also a major. No, yeah. there wasn't a major. So okay, I can only do the minor. It was just something you studied. But yes, something you. What is, if you wouldn't mind just telling me your history of. Of dancing, like, was this something that you always liked and then you went to college and you're like, I want to study it? Or had you had experience with lessons in high school or mm. you just did it a lot? Um, yeah, it was more the last one. I definitely did it a lot um, throughout high school. Um, and then when I got to college, I knew I wanted to, like, keep doing some of it. Um, and so I looked for a dance crew to join. And so I did within, like, the first week and a half. And then I joined a tap club at the same time, and I didn't do any tapping. And then, as the clubs went along, I found out I really had a you know a good amount of passion for it. And then I decided to take some classes just because I think with you know with chemistry it's so demanding and you're so like exhausted with all the the information you need to do, and 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 just process so the dance classes were kind of like an outlet that I could just kind of relax and 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 get something good out of and then I just kept taking them and then I said after two years I was like 
I could actually pick up a degree in this. <laughs> so um, set out to do that and kind of took one or two or three dance classes a semester until I did that. So on top of the chemistry that I was doing. So I thought it was pretty good. What do you think it means to identify as a dancer? How do you think that relates to how someone looks at maybe the world or like, you know, to dance is to respond to music in a certain way, in a certain expression. Do you mm-hmm. think that has any meaning? Does that make sense with how someone, like, expresses themselves within the world? Or, um, Yeah, I would think so. The hardest part about dancing for me was dancing in front of people. Yeah. So I know my confidence in, in getting up and... In, 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 performing busting a move busting a move as they like to say (laughs) (laughs) um that was huge and then i think just the the creative you know fine arts aspect to it Mm -hmm. uh really helps in terms of i don't know socializing or any type of thing in, in any work environment i think there's a lot you can take from you know even just the class is the class is completely different than any other class. Um, you know, watching movement, realizing what that is, and then doing it yourself. Um, like, it's a huge learning technique that I, I got to experience and hopefully master in some regard. <laughs> did you feel... Okay, di- different. Uh, I'm going to get to the same place, but... Okay. I'm assuming that a lot of your peers within the dance program had some kind of training beforehand. All Is of that, them. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so okay, back to the question. Did you feel like you were behind, or did you feel it was something that you could intuit because you had always liked to dance, that you had the intuition to just, like you said, watch and, and practice and pick it up that way? Yeah. Uh, definitely took a while. Definitely took a while. Um, yeah, I was the only one who was untrained well the majority of them were girls so they had been dancing since they were about two um wow and what i realized was when you dance at such an early age especially with like ballet your your muscles and your even bone structure like attunes to ballet so when they have to do certain techniques they're already accustomed to doing that and they have the availability to do that now me so tight. I don't know if I could. I could barely touch my toes when I started dancing. Now I could put my whole palm on the floor. Wow. Yeah. So, for me, I noticed it was harder, and I couldn't do as much. But my my growth was way more than these girls because they've been doing it their whole lives, and I think the the technique was just a little bit more that they could take home and and add to their repertoire. But mine was. This this is my repertoire. Like this, I'm learning from scratch. So it came to the and, and they could they could even tap dancing was very hard to pick up because it's very quick and you really have to break it down with the sounds and the and the rhythms and all that stuff. And I know one of my good friends, she could watch it and then just do it one time. And it could be like two eight counts. She could do the whole thing. And it took me a while to get there, but you know. You can eventually get there after you do it enough times. Um, yeah. I think disadvantage-wise, though, I, I held my own, I think. At least I hope so. 
I'm sure you did. No I, one told me otherwise. <laughs> sometimes you got to fake it till you make it. Yeah, right. Sounds like those early, those few months, definitely. A little bit of that. Um, yeah. How did your identity as a dancer change? Because you came in and you just liked it. And now all of a sudden you've got all of this um, training mm-hmm. and, you know, it's by the book all of a sudden and before you just heard the music and reacted. And right. How did you, uh, like, put those two worlds together where at first you're just responding to the music mm-hmm. now you're learning all this formal training but you still want to use that responding to like is that still that's yeah. still possible right yeah yeah it's actually huge and i notice that a lot because i know that so these girls who've been doing it forever and ever their like excitement for it was definitely watered down where me i'd like i saw um what was the what was Giselle? Giselle, I don't know if you ever seen Giselle. Tom Brady's wife? No, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's it's a ballet, and there's one. Oh. Yeah, my mistake. I don't know how versed you are. No, in, I'm not. In I'm sorry, I apologize. Swan Lake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Black Swan. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, those are things. <laughs> there. Um, not Gregor. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. There's a uh, one solo in that that the the principal. Stands on her toe because it's on point, and she hops on one toe across the whole stage, and the arms are just like beautiful, and like the legs doing this little kick thing, and it was the coolest thing I've ever seen. And I watched that. I had the opportunity of uh, being the male role in that uh, ballet, and so I watched the solo for the first time, and like I was freaking out in the ballet studio, and all these girls were like, "Yeah, that's." That's Giselle. I was like, no, that's awesome. <laughs> like, you got to be crazy to do that. But I think from my training, and I'm, I'm quoting with my fingers here, um, up until college allowed me to listen and then get excited and then move. And I think for these girls, it, it, it really, they, they stopped listening, I think, at some points. And I know for them it wasn't as exciting and riveting as you know sometimes I made it out to be because to me it was like first time um but I think moving to the music and well I mean I think it's a musician's term but musicality um is that right yeah okay sounds good (laughs) sounds good I know what you mean so I assume others will as well yeah the musicality of kind of picking up the different layers within music and being able to interpret those layers differently from the other layers. Okay. Um, that is something that I've always been able to do, and I think that's one of the reasons I could dance without any training. Um, and so being able to apply that to more instruction, I think, was huge. And I think my teachers def- definitely uh, picked up on that and uh, knew how to use that when they put dance on me. So you're like Manu Ginobili. Yeah, natural. <laughs> they couldn't really control you. They just tried to contain you. Yeah. Like one of the guys Love in X-Men Manu. that they have to like give the, design them their own suit so they don't like explode with their power. Do you watch X-Men? You know, yeah. Cyclops. Yeah, I know. Them, about yeah, 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 yeah. Cyclops, they had to give you your ruby, My, ruby chipped glasses. Right. There yeah. it is. <laughs> um, so how do you describe your style? 
what kind of da- like it sounds like you can now do so many kinds of dancing but what is what is the lucas gabriel style of dance my style of dance is is definitely more hip-hop and um tap dancing you know, those are two clubs i joined and i kind of got the most out of those um but yeah I've, I've been trained in everything i don't know if i could train somebody else in those topics but i at least know what i'm talking about i think when I observe those or, or comment on, you know, ballet or jazz or modern. Which I don't know if you've ever seen a modern piece. It's weird. It's weird. It's yeah. the weird one. It's the weird one. It's the weird one. <laughs> uh, usually, if it's some kind of art, like literature, theater, dance, modern right. is the weird one. Modern. It's like, it's like uh, James Joyce <laughs> yeah. is the modern writer, and his books are not, like, readable i don't understand it's like not english (laughs) it's bizarre so uh, yeah that makes sense um Mm -hmm. what you when i when you and i around music i'll often see you be like this is a great song i can almost see you wanting to like get up and bust a move what is and i i don't think you guys use the term bust a move a lot you you dancers you yeah that's just a term (laughs) i use a lot because I don't often bust a move. Right. It usually requires a fair amount of liquid courage. There you go. But um, <laughs> so what is like, if you had one song to tap dance to, what song is it? Or uh, is that not a question that you no, can be answered? No, yeah. that's good. That's um, good. I like, so you've seen Happy Feet with the Penguin? I have not. I'm uh, so sorry. Uh, no. Uh, was that influential for you in wanting to be a tap dancer? No, but it's okay. a great movie. It's a good movie. <laughs> it's a great movie. <laughs> sorry. I think I went too far that time. <laughs> so you were influenced by this children's movie? Yeah. That came out when we were like 17? No, but anyway. I have a poster of, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Prince, uh, he has a song on there called Song of the Heart. Wow. I think it's called Song of the Heart. Yeah, yeah. It's Rest in peace, Purple lines. One. Yes, it's, I don't know, but that... That song is so good to tap dance to. Um, and what was that one? Santana. The one with the uh, guitarist. Rob, what's his face? N- no. You know that one that went <laughs> yes. viral during the Olympics for the horse? Yes. Mm-hmm. But just Santana in general. Santana. That's good. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not surprised by that. Yeah, yeah. What's his? Oye, como va? Oh, classic. That's. Classic. That's money. That's money to just like put on and just jam out for five minutes those are my go-to's i think if i was really feeling it those are my go-to's cool what about okay well another um, we're not going to stay on dancing too too much longer okay i know that you probably get questions from people all the time about dancing no it's good thank you for answering all of them um i mean that's why you're here to answer questions i don't know why i have to thank you for yeah i'll, <laughs> I'll take ten dollars please thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um when i dance i referenced this earlier i feel like very uncomfortable and like locked up okay like i do this thing i don't know i I can't describe very well but i don't feel very (laughs) loose i don't feel very with it i feel incredibly self-conscious and like i can't wait for this to stop (laughs) and obviously maybe all of this is the exact opposite of how you feel i don't know but this leads me to my question how do you feel when you are dancing i feel okay i think it i think that depends I get the locked feeling because okay. if, if I come, if I come into a room or like, there's like a party and there's music on my mom's like, you know, dance. Lucas dance. Yeah. Like, she does it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> there's company here. Start <laughs> dancing. Um, that I'm like, no, no, like this isn't, this isn't the setting where I need to be dancing or even 
there's some circumstances if like somebody else is is dancing really hard they're like get in there i'm like no no like they it's they need to dance and i need to just watch um but if the music is right and the timing's right i will black out for about a minute and a half and just and then come out of it and be like what did i just do yeah and they're like that was crazy yeah <laughs> um and that's how that's that's like the style that I did in high school, you know, like this feels so good. I'm gonna just dive in, just and just go and just let my body just take over. Your mind goes blank, and it's it's actually a really nice experience. Um, but when I dance, it's one of the more freeing and happier times. I think. Um, you know, for that reason, because I can just kind of let go and just let whatever happens happens with my body, and usually it, it's pretty good. And no one's told me it's it's Not bad. Good. It's yeah. bad when I black out. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it can be. Yes, um, sometimes it can be. Now that you are no longer, you know, you're not in Winston Salem anymore. Mm-hmm. You don't have those clubs. You're not studying it. Yeah. You already studied it. You already have the degree. How are you able to dance now? when and how and with whom it's much harder to dance now um i think if you if i joined a studio see it's hard because you know you think of a a dance studio i think of 13 year old girls which i don't want to be with 13 year old girls it'd be kind of weird it'd be creepy i don't think they want me to be there either (laughs) i'm sure you'd be nice and you guys could develop friendships yeah it's just it'd be an uneasy it would be it would be truth not a truce (laughs) it would be (laughs) It's not the ideal situation for you. Oh, Let's God. go with that. Let's go. Yeah. So I don't know why you're at war with 13-year-old girls. Continue. Yes. We I signed a treaty right. last week. <laughs> no, you have to, like, I think you have to find, like, the right, if I were to keep dancing, it would want, have to be either on my own, and I've told you, like, I have a tap board. Yeah. I could just throw down anywhere. Yeah. Um, Which is fine, but you really, it's really now on me to keep progressing and you know, building my craft and 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 that kind of stuff. Um, I think there's some studios, and if I look harder, I think I could find more of them that cater to more adult dancing and not like adult dancing, but like older people dancing, um, which I think you can find. But you know, in college, it was we'd just be driving around, and then to be a good song on and my buddy would pull his car over and blast the music and we'd be on the side of the road just dancing that happened a lot yeah <laughs> that's incredible yeah or like a parking lot we'd like roll into the parking lot just like crank it up to 11 open all the car doors and all the just... car doors are open yeah and everyone's just like taking turns going crazy wow so yeah that's not gonna happen anymore no no unless it's by myself and then Danny Tobin know. might jump in yeah, Danny. No, <laughs> no, he won't. <laughs> he can't do it. Is that um, going going back to to like college? I know I and especially um, and you and I have talked about this a little. Like mm-hmm. this fall is very weird, and people have told yeah. me already. Like this fall will be weird for you. Yeah. Do you think that'll be like? Is there something in particular you think you'll miss the most about? And I'll try and answer this question myself. I'm not sure, so I'll let you go first, and I'll try and figure out my own. But, like, is okay. there something like that that you think is irreplaceable about your college experience or, like, something you'll miss and 
you know, it sounds like you're trying to replace it somehow, but um, yeah. I mean, you can't, you already said it, you can't replace that particular experience. That's just something that happens with that group of people at that moment in time. Right, right. But I don't know. I kind of asked a question and then rambled, but do you, are there experiences like that that come yeah. to mind when I talk about that? Um, dancing experiences? I think yes. I think like just training and, and all that stuff. Um, I liked, I always liked the, the freshman class when they came in. Um, I think I'm going to miss that, you know, cause, because I was actually my, towards the, my later college, like junior into senior, I was actually in charge of a good amount of clubs. So I had a good amount of leadership opportunities. And one of the things that I think I'm going to miss is kind of being a mentor slash someone these incoming freshmen can, you know, openly talk to and, and kind of get out whatever they need to get out and, and kind of ask my advice because I've been through it all. Um, I think I'm definitely going to miss that because that was, to me, that was very fulfilling to have, you know, you know, uh, certain kids say, hey, can we, you know, get lunch? I got to talk to you about something and we'd go get lunch and I'd help them whatever they're going through or give them advice or or any type of thing like that or just, you know, you know, maybe you don't have to do that crazy thing. You can, you know, do this instead. You know, there's other opportunities that you may not be aware of that you should really look into. And I think those people are very thankful for certain things like that. So I, I think I'll miss that. I'll miss that part of it. Wow. That's deep. Hey, man. It's a podcast. That's, uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, well, that's funny because that's, uh, Part of my answer, too, was, and you've heard mm. me talk about this before, and I won't go on a length, but I had that basketball team, that is an Emerald basketball team that we took it super seriously. Yeah. And I got the chance to be in, like, the A1 leadership position. Right. Which is something that, you know, sometimes it's like, am I allowed to do this? Like, am I being a pompous, you know, self-absorbed person by saying I'm in charge of whatever this thing is? <laughs> but uh, especially, I'm sure, in, like, the club setting, when people buy in, it's very cool. Yeah. To be like, well, we're all working towards a common goal, and right, uh, you know, being able to work on leadership traits that you have can yeah. feel good, or especially when you see other people respond well to it. So, yeah, yeah, college. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I think college actually has that opp- like the, it is like a platform for that to happen. You know, that that leadership position. Mm-hmm. I think it's 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 something that you should definitely take advantage of. Cause it's there, in college. It's uh, they're important skills for people to be able to capitalize on in the post-college world. Yeah, I guess what everybody refers to is just the last phase till you die. You know, which <laughs> little, isn't true. <laughs> yeah. I think there's just a few other phases in there that we just gloss over. But <laughs> yeah. um, okay, one more about dancing, just cause uh, is Channing Tatum good at dancing? Very good at dancing. He is? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if you've seen Magic Mike. No. Neither have I. (laughs) 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 No. (laughs) All right, moving on. No, no. Finish. No, no, no. no. I actually haven't seen the first one. I've seen about 30 minutes of the second one. Okay. The XXL. There's two X's in there. But, um... Two X's. There's, I, I mean, I saw one of the dancing, you know, stripper scenes. Man, he's got, he's good. Gamoose. He's got moves. He was in Step Up as well. He was, yeah, but he did. 
Yeah, he actually he crushed that too. Actually, did you see that? Yo, yeah, I love Step Up. Yeah, yeah. I saw one and two. Step I didn't, up I didn't to go, the streets. I didn't. Yeah, to the streets. When they took the streets, I was like, I'm done with this. Okay. <laughs> no streets for me. Thank you. <laughs> no streets for me. No okay. Streets, so, so okay. On to the the being. You have a bunch of siblings. Yeah. I have a couple siblings who are older than me. You have a few siblings who are. What are your? You have siblings. Male, female, of all different ages. What are their? Just list your siblings and their ages. Just let's get a feel for where you fit within your family of brothers and sisters. Okay, okay. So my sister, she's, oh, Michalina. Mm-hmm. She lives um, in Connecticut with her husband and now child. She is the oldest, and she is, what is she? 28? Yeah, she beat she's Also, do you know who Uncle Luke is? It's me. He's like this filthy rapper from the '90s. <laughs> what? Filthy as in like gross stuff. And you're Uncle Luke now. Yeah, I know. So you got distance yourself from that. That doesn't sound good. Thankfully, the <laughs> '90s are a long time ago, so it's not like the kid's gonna be like Uncle. Like I'm Uncle Sam, so I'm just stuck with like yeah that imagery forever and ever. And I'm working past <laughs> it, but uh, Uncle Luke, it'll be easier to separate yourself from that. But anyway, all right. So you got your sister. Yeah. Next. <laughs> Twenty-eight. Yeah. And then. My brother will be, so he's 26, going to be 27. Um, and he actually lives, he lives in Dover, so that's good. And then that's Joseph. And then I have another brother who would be, oh, shoot. He's 24, he's going to be 25. Okay. And then me. 22, almost 23. Yeah, so we're about, like, about two years apart, all of us. Hmm. Um, It's convenient. Yeah, it is kind of. (laughs) Every time the Olympics came around, your parents were like, time for another one. Yeah, (laughs) pretty much. I think it's how they did it. (laughs) Summer, winter, yeah, based on the... Do you feel, so for me, and it's a little different because my brothers are in their 30s, so there's a big gap. Right. Um. I know that my parents, maybe parenting style or like the dynamic in my family changed when I was growing up as opposed to when my brothers were. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that happened at all for you? I mean, I guess it would be mostly between your sister and you because yep. your brothers are kind of closer to you in age and you guys were all going through grade school at the same time. But right, Do right. you think you saw that at all? Um, maybe a little bit. Not too much. Um, uh, well, I, okay, so... Because we were like so close, anytime my older siblings would do something, I was usually involved. So I actually saw like TV shows that I probably shouldn't have been watching because they were like a little adult. Yeah. Or like I remember when I was like 12 and we'd get to my driveway. My driveway is actually kind of long. And my mom would be like, you know what, just you drive the car up. The driveway. And wow. I was like, I was like twelve. Really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was pretty young. Sure, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think in that regard, I think it was a little bit looser for me mm-hmm. versus my sister. I think it was very strict, um, and she had obviously, I think, a tougher time. Plus, she was like the first one, so yeah, I think it may have been a little bit looser. But I think overall, it was. Pretty much the same from my sister through me um, in terms of, like, I'm just thinking, like, bedtime and 
and like rules as you get older, like curfew and and stuff like that. I think it was pretty much the same. No big difference. As your siblings have gone into their various careers or whatever, mm-hmm. and um, you know maybe maybe some are successful and some it takes a little longer. But do you feel that you in some way and even before that, like with school, have had to mirror or like live up to some like if one of your siblings was really good at school do you feel like you also had to be good at school or now like do you, is there a certain like bar set where or is that you know each one of you is your own person i think it's growing going through school i think there was definitely a bar that needed yeah. to be met um thank god my sister's super smart <laughs> so <laughs> we kind of had to live up to that i guess and then i think when it came to college it was still like you need to maintain your grades and your academics but now it's definitely as we're all out of college now it's definitely like you find your own path and then you you do your best in your own specific journey I guess Mm -hmm. and we all very different very different my sisters she did psychology and like Spanish and then so she like tutored uh, at a Sylvan, and then my brother did mechanical engineering, and so he's an engineer. Mm-hmm. And my other brother did, uh, Billy did theology. Yeah. So this is definitely more like religious based. Mm-hmm. And then I did chemistry. So it was all like very different majors and focuses of our college education. And so I think you can't really see us in the same light anymore because. Just so different. Can't compare. Certainly. Uh, one more on the sibling and family dynamic. You are the baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My family calls me the bonus baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, how do you, <laughs> how do you feel part of your identity is shaped by being the youngest child, if at all? Whether it's in the family dynamics or just who you are. Okay. Um, I'm definitely still regarded as the baby. Yeah. Even though I'm kind of like out of college and I've like... You're an adult. I'm an adult. Oh, I'm an adult. baby and, adult. Yeah. Like if I ever go out with my two brothers... Yeah. ...to like get a drink or something, they're usually the ones paying for the drink. And I'm like, no, I can, I can do this too now. And they're yeah. like, but you're the baby. <laughs> like yeah. I can't. Or I know if like, if we're all together, I'm, I'm still regarded as the baby and... And stuff like that, which is fine. I don't mind it that much. But I think being the baby, I think it was definitely a lot easier for me to do things. Uh, especially in, at uh, St. Thomas. Because the, the path was 100% paved for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still, like, academically, I still, like, strive to be one of the, you know, the top of my game. But... I think, I mean, they've been through it all. So when it came to me, I either could look to them to figure out what to do or my parents knew what to do with me because they've seen it all too. So I want to say I was the easiest child, but I don't know about that. You're biased. Yeah, I'm, yeah. A, little, I'm a little biased. You're biased. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, but, cool. Yeah. How you feeling? You good? You going to take a break? Keep rolling? Yeah, we'll do whatever, man. Cool. Just making sure. Yeah. I don't want to burn you out on podcasting. Oh, no way.
Told you. Seasoned. We're making history. <laughs> yeah. All right. Another, another, another one, and then we'll wrap it up. Another, okay. another, another, one more topic, and then I got a little lightning round for you. Okay. And then, we're, and then we're all set, and you can go on with your life. But um, perfect. You and I have bonded over both having Lebanese ancestry, so to speak. Yes. Um, <laughs> for example, my great grandmother immigrated literally from from Lebanon, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll ask you in a moment what your Lebanese background is, as best you know. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, for starters, what is the Lebanese background in your family and just talk a little bit about what it's what it's like like for you to be Lebanese in, in some small way at least mm-hmm. um uh, I don't think it was my grandparents I think it was my great-grandparents mm-hmm. who came over um and they settled up here um just trying to think of their names my great-grandparents I think it was um Jidu Abraham Okay. And uh Situ Shamps. Shamps. Wow. Yeah. Great name, right? That's a name, yeah. And then oh shoot, I forget the other ones. But um yeah, they were here. Obviously never met them. Um and then they grew up here in Dover and then they kinda just stayed in this kind of area. Um but I think being Lebanese is actually pretty cool. I think it's rare. I don't think there's a, a lot of us. I mean, you, but but <laughs> it seems like growing up, there was definitely a good amount of Lebanese people who my parents knew, just like forever. And my, my dad grew up here, and he's a Lebanese one. So he was the one who knew a lot of the families around Dover and even now I know like a like a Lebanese family who I can, you know, go to and they'll they'll treat me like family. Yeah. Um, so I think there's some part of that in it. I also think I was accustomed to food that most other people were not, like grape leaves and like just very, very odd lamb foods. A lot of lamb. A lot of lamb. I think it went into almost everything. Yeah. Even I don't know if you ever had chicken and rice. Oh yeah, there's lamb in there's that. There's lamb in it's that. It's called chicken and rice. <laughs> there's chicken. In yeah. It. Oh, that's so good. But yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's it's really good. Um, and even like meat pies. Who's having meat pies? It's it's funny the cuisine aspect of it. Yeah. So many of these weird foods that I I know exactly what you're talking about. Like I've always grown up eating grape leaves. But yeah. Like, Allie, my girlfriend. You obviously know Allie, but yeah. maybe somebody listening doesn't. Um, <laughs> anybody who would be listening to this, I made them listen to it, and they know who Allie is, including Good. Allie. Good. <laughs> Hello, Allie. Um, we'll have grape leaves, and I remember the first time her kind of being like, what? I'm not. What? <laughs> yes. that? And Kibby is like a meat brownie. It's, yeah. Which is gross, and like it, it's like it looks gross It's like to gray, others, yeah. It's like it's, it's not very appetizing looking. But it's amazing. It's so good. Some Syrian <laughs> bread. Thinking and, about it right now. And yeah, meat pies. Yeah. Just the word meat pie. People it's, are like, what? No. Yeah, I don't want that. No. I, <laughs> pies are dessert. It's like, nah. No. <laughs> have some meat pie, man. Have a meat pie. Yeah, it's like um, a little pocket of heaven there. So yeah, it's a it's interesting. There is like a certain like little Lebanese community here. Yeah. Uh, I totally know like where there's certain families that are also Lebanese that we know and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But Lebanon itself is like this very war torn and like 
Yeah. I don't know like a terribly lot about it, but every time no. I hear something about Lebanon, it's like bombs. Yeah. Death, war. Yeah. What is how do you feel about that when you hear that and you're like, Well, technically I'm kinda of from there. Yeah. I'm from there, but I think we like to say that we're from like the good part of Lebanon. Yeah. Well we have we have no idea. <laughs> we don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I think from all the everything I've heard about it is it's so beautiful of mm-hmm. a country. But it's I think there's times where you also hear oh, it's a pretty bad time to go to Lebanon right now. Not mm-hmm. like we were planning on it, but there's I think there's definitely areas that you should go to or uh, want to go to eventually. And I know people, I know that that so that family that we know, they tend to go over um, every now and then. But it's it's kind of like you don't really tell people; you just kind of go, and then they just take care of you over there, and you just kind of come back whenever you can. Yeah. So it's definitely there's definitely a history that I think people associate it with. That I don't know, maybe people like you and I who are Lebanese don't associate. Uh, Lebanon with that kind of history, but I mean it's it's whatever happens. Hopefully it it changes. Yeah, there are positive developments. Yeah, because it's a long decades of decades negative of, developments. Yeah, a yeah. lot of destruction and pain. But yeah, so yeah, that's I don't know if you have anything else to say on the topic of being Lebanese. That's kind of Lebanese. I it's pretty awesome. It's pretty great. I but actually kind of hairy. Very hairy. Yeah. <laughs> Almost always. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I think it's kind of a cool fact because it's, it's rare, I feel like. But, I don't know, can you cook? Can you cook any of the food? No. I know. I, I learn. I'm ashamed because my mom, like, wants me to learn. Yeah. And she'll be like, come look at the way I'm doing this. And I'll be <laughs> like, yeah, let me know when it's done. <laughs> it smells delicious. Yeah. So I need to get on that because... Right. That's something that's kind of important to me that, like, I want to keep going. Yeah. And I, I think it's kind of the ball's in my court to keep it going. Yeah, I know. I got to learn. <laughs> it's, all, it's all on us. The five <laughs> phrases of whatever, like, how to speak some, like, five to ten phrases in Lebanese. And yeah. I need to, you know, and I'll be saying them wrong, and then my children will say them wrong. And then next thing you know, it'll sound closer to, like, Russian or something. Yeah. But, uh, hey. <laughs> but yeah, I want to learn. You can't make any of the food either? No. I've seen them. I know where the recipe book is. We have like okay. this old like that Lebanese helps. recipe yeah. book that helps. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I've helped out my dad sometimes. Um, but yeah, that's the extent of it. I've never tried just full blown lab by myself. Maybe someday soon, you mean Joe Lawson will get in a kitchen. Oh my gosh! Yeah, can we do that? <laughs> Actually, <be> <laughs> that sounds That'd awesome. be a lot of fun. Yeah, and we know who to call if, if things get out of hand. Yeah, yeah, well, they'll just be in the other room. All of our parents, <laughs> yeah. yes. man. Okay, socializing. <laughs> well, cool. Okay. Um. You ready for the lightning round? Yeah, pumped. Okay, so so not all of them are yes or no questions. Okay. Most of them aren't. Um, just answer keep, them keep as, quick. as fast as you feel. If you need okay. to explain things, that's cool. But right. um, yeah, wow, we've been talking for a long time. Nice work. Hey. Um, that's where, crazy. Where are we at? Oh, nice. All okay, right. cool. People aren't gonna want to listen this long, so we gotta get out of here under an hour. Yeah. Okay. All right, lightning round. Yeah. First question: What is your favorite food? Um. Shoot. Ingredient or food? You tell me. So it's like a dish? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. Um, Lightning. I have to say my mom's meatloaf. Meatloaf. So yeah. Awesome. What is the best location in Dover? However you want to define that. 
Um, I would say at the Kachiko Country Club okay. in the middle of the night oh, on yeah? the 17th tee. Seriously? It's right by my house, yeah. That's cool. It's beautiful. That's really cool. Okay. <laughs> what is your favorite beer? Um, uh, It's called uh, Jade Pale Ale. It's native to Winston-Salem. Money. Delicious. Money. Foothills, yeah. In the bank. Foothills Microbrewery, yeah. Favorite board game? Um, Parcheesi. Parcheesi? Yeah. <laughs> I've never played, I'll admit. Really? I just know, you. do you say the word? and You don't even say the word? No, not I really. I thought it was a Yahtzee situation. Nope. It's awesome. It's kind of like sorry, but not. I. It's <laughs> sorry. a lightning round. <laughs> sorry, but not sorry. No, it's a lightning <laughs> round, but here I am taking my time. Can the Boston Celtics win the East? This year? Of course. Of course. Of course. You're right. Can you beat Chris Parker at tennis? No. No? Backhand. Not even His close. backhand is phenomenal, and I've I just heard. can't. It's his backhand. <laughs> I don't know. He's, he's, it hurts how, how athletic that kid is. Um, yeah, I know. What is your best dance move? Um, the wave. Yeah, through my arms. Really? Yeah. Cool. Do you want to see it right now? Yeah. I know the, the, the listeners yeah, can't I'll see it. Ta- I'll, I'll, <laughs> you comment on it. I'll talk about it. I'll vocalize it. Okay, so you start here. Yeah. And you just. Oh, oh, he sent around. it through. And he's sending it right back. It's yeah. really impressive. I do a way worse version. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I won't ask for that. Well done. No, I won't. Um, <laughs> what is your favorite Earth, Wind, and Fire song? Ah. Uh, Um, there's a so on their album Gratitude yeah. of how well you verse you are in their albums yeah they did an album not. Gratitude and so the first half is live it's like live music yeah and they do uh they do reasons on that Gratitude album best best I've ever heard also so it's new, live yeah okay and there's one uh, Africano Power or something like that wow also on that album awesome it's about eight minutes of instrumental. Damn. Beautiful. When instrumental is done right, especially in a live setting, yeah, it's the best. <laughs> it's so, so it good. is the best. <laughs> it's so good. Well, cool. I don't, did I have one more? I don't. Uh... Oh, okay. Well, the last one. What is one place you've never been that you'd like to go? New Orleans. New Orleans. Who told me that? Smells I may, awful. I may have taken that from somebody. That's okay. But yeah, New Orleans. Why not? Got great donuts. Yeah. Don't they have some special thing? Beignets. Beignets. Yeah. You got Cafe right. Dumont. All right. You got Epic Cash. Have you been there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll tell you better more after we... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap us up. And yeah, okay. I'll give you the skinny on New Orleans. Okay. My guest today has been Lucas Gabriel. Yes. A friend of mine for many years, a recent graduate of Wake Forest, and we'll see where life takes him, but maybe someday you'll see his name uh, <laughs> attached to a production of Giselle. All right. No, definitely not, but no. maybe... Let's hope. Maybe. <laughs> Fingers maybe, crossed. Maybe here. you'll biologically cure something. Okay. Chemistrologically cure something. <laughs> yeah. We'll I got to get work. us out of this thing. Yeah, man. we'll I'm make whizzing. it work. I'm making up words. <laughs> thank you for listening to this podcast, To Be. And yeah, until man. next time, thank you, Lucas. Thank you for having me. It's awesome. All right, well, thank you again to my very first guest, Lucas Gabriel. I really enjoyed that conversation. It was a lot of fun. I hope he had a good time, too. Not quite sure who my next guest will be or when exactly that next episode of To Be will be, but I expect it won't be too long. So thank you very much for listening, and we will see you again real soon.